There is a lot to be said about what the secret of success is. Some may say it's intelligence, education, skill. I argue it's consistency. I'm Kelly Youngstrom, and this is Keep Yourself Well. All right, today the name of the game is consistency. I feel like this is a really timely topic for me personally. Um, I recently achieved a cool goal that I had set out for myself. It just happened to align with my birthday, which was nice. And I got my blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I know this is something I've talked about a lot recently, just mentioning jiu-jitsu, but I wanted to just use it as an example. You know, jiu-jitsu can be a placeholder for anything that you are dedicated to consistently doing in your own life, but it was a really great lesson in consistency for me personally, and a reminder that I really think one of my superpowers is consistency and just showing up, just continuing to show up. So I started jujitsu and I was really, I was so excited about it and I was getting into it and it's three months in and the gym closes for eight months eight months. And let me tell you, coming back to it after that was so difficult and also a little bit defeating because I had set some specific time bound goals and date bound goals for myself with jujitsu, which then obviously were all going to be pushed back about eight months. So I had written in my goal setting journal, uh, which you can go back and listen to all the goal setting episodes that I wanted to achieve my blue belt in jujitsu originally in August of 2021. So now here I am, February of 2022, I got my blue belt on Valentine's Day, my birthday, February 14th. Um, And what a great way to ring in 31 to accomplish something that I set out to achieve. I am really proud of this accomplishment and I was really excited to share it because I know very few of you listening or few of my clients or few, you know, people who follow along with what I'm doing on social media really care about jujitsu and honestly probably are sick of hearing about it. But again, just think of it as a placeholder. And the reason that I like to talk about and share about it is because it is a challenge. It is a challenge that I have to remain disciplined to, but most importantly, I have to remain consistent to. And consistency is the key. I know we say it all the time, but it really is. I think that when it comes to success in any area of life, maybe 5% is skill intelligence, ability right off the start, Uh, you know, that like natural inherent, like, oh, they're just meant to do that. 95% of it is consistency because what happens with consistency with consistency comes repetition. And that's where the magic happens. And that's one of the biggest things that I found with jujitsu. It took me 150 classes of jujitsu, 150 times of just showing up and being consistent 
to achieve this goal. That's hours and hours of it's over 300 hours of training for sure. Plus 20, 30 minutes driving back and forth, plus all the laundry, like it's just about being consistent, you know, and you have those big goals in mind, but I think that one foot in front of another is the way to get there. And that's really how I think I've achieved so much that I have achieved in my life. It's nothing too groundbreaking. Uh, It's just about being consistent. And that's something I can control. So when I say consistency is my superpower, I really truly believe that because that is something I can control. I can be consistent with my nutrition. I can be consistent with my workouts. I can be consistent with jujitsu. I can be consistent with my morning routine. Again, guess what? Habits are the foundation to consistency and consistent habits lead to success. And so in reflecting on just this goal of having gotten to the goal of the blue belt, it was like, okay, like can breathe. I I achieved this thing that I wanted, but guess what? Now I keep being consistent. And that is something that was really exciting for me because anytime in the past that I have achieved a really big goal that I set out for myself, I have felt the coming down after that achievement. And this again, like I'm constantly reiterating atomic habits and James clear for a reason. This is something that so many of us can relate to. And that is so common in the human experience is we set a goal and then we achieve it. And we maybe feel momentary pleasure or joy, but then often we can feel low coming down from it because it's like that what goes up must come down in terms of the excitement and the dopamine and the endorphins of of achieving that. And, you know, I remember vividly that when I got my bodybuilding pro card, for example, uh, that I I thought I would feel this like magic butterflies in my stomach feeling of so much emotion and like feeling so excited and overwhelmed. And I didn't feel any of that. And I remember being so let down. And I even remember I had watched so many videos and seen so many photos of other men and women getting their pro cards while I was on my way to mine. And I would see them have these like really emotional responses and reactions. And I I wanted that. I wanted to have that photo of me totally overwhelmed with emotion, having achieved this goal and it didn't come. And not only did it not come, I remember struggling to feel joy. I felt pride, but it was instantly on to the next. What is the next goal? When is the next show? You know, now it's get top 10 in my next pro show. It was just constant and never ending and it didn't allow me to really enjoy. And so I was excited to feel what would come with my blue belt um, because it's kind of the first athletic physical goal I've, I've set for myself since retiring from bodybuilding and powerlifting. I had really become tied up in the identity of being a competitor and I, I needed to give myself time to just exist. Who is Callie when she is not competing? Because my identity was 
I'm a competitor. And not only am I a competitor, but I'm a winner. And let me tell you, that's a lot of self-induced pressure and that can get you to a non-productive place really quickly. So I took a step back to just think about what I enjoyed and how do I move my body when I don't have like a specific goal. And um, so anyways, eventually within that journey, I I found jujitsu, as you guys know, and I got this belt and I was really excited about it. And I was worried that then even the next day I would either kind of feel this coming down off the goal, um, you know, where it's like, okay, now the excitement's happened and it's two to three years at least until the next belt promotion. If you follow along with martial arts, it's the belt promotion and like, you know, you get four stripes and then you get the next belt, but it takes a long time to get the next belt. So to get a purple belt, I think takes on average like two to three years for people. So I'm going to be here for a while. And I was worried that one, I would feel down or two, I just would feel a little bit burnt out or not excited because the next goal feels so far away. And I didn't feel that at all. I woke up with a fire under me and I was so excited to train again on Monday or Wednesday. I got my belt on, on Monday and my next class was on Wednesday. I was so excited to show up again. And I realized that the reason why is that I had fallen in love with the consistency of the routine and fallen in love with the system. And this is what has been lacking. I think personally, and I think with so many of us um, is often lacking in that experience of setting goals and achieving goals, but then continuing on. And this is one of the missing puzzle pieces when it comes to goal setting for so many of us is if it's only eye on the prize, well, what happens once we reach the prize or what happens when we don't reach the prize? What if our identity is completely tied up on something that we can no longer do? So for example, my personal example was wrestling for a really long time. My whole identity was a wrestler. And then when I was no longer able to compete because of concussions, who am I when I'm on my own? I was a wrestler. It wasn't, I'm Callie. I'm a person who wrestlers like that was me and it was intertwined. So, um, getting into jujitsu, which is a very parallel sport in many ways to wrestling, I was mindful of trying not to fall back into that identity. And I know I've been talking about it so much frequently. And I think part of that is that I didn't talk about it a lot in my early stages with it, because I didn't know if it was something that was going to have a long-term placeholder position in my life or not. And there's an ongoing joke in the sport of jujitsu for a reason that, um, once people get their blue belts, they stop showing up or it's like you get your blue belt and then no one ever sees or hears from you again. And I think that part of that is because it is one really difficult to now be prepared to not achieve a tangible goal in a merit oriented system like that for years. And two, that 
the goal wasn't to fall in love with the process. The goal was just to get the belt. And so I really have been focusing on falling in love with the process of jujitsu, the learning of it, the consistency of it, the joy of just showing up. And I am so thrilled that it worked. Uh, you know, there's going to be good days and bad days. There's going to be days that I want to train. There's going to be days where it probably feels like I haven't made progress but I'm just going to keep showing up. And this week I actually took a slight step back, um, from my training, which was part of the plan, but it was planned consistency with different things. So I had been training five to six days a week, um, getting as many classes in as I could in preparation for this belt promotion that I knew was coming. But in that focus, it meant taking a step back from other things like CrossFit and running. And I also know that I tend to be someone who will put all my eggs in one basket. I will go super, super tunnel vision um, and let other things fall to the side. So, you know, if I'm doing jujitsu, that's all I'm doing. Or if I'm running, that's all I'm doing. Or if I'm doing inversions, that's all I'm doing. Um, you know, I really end up kind of hyper fixating on specific goals. But what I found with my journey in jujitsu is that I can be a good jujitsu athlete while also being good at other things. And that I may actually end up being better at jujitsu by focusing on a variety of other things like my strength and my endurance and not only focusing on jujitsu. So I had been training for a couple of months, basically since January, um, jujitsu almost every single day. And just because time was limited, I wasn't finding the ability to also run and do CrossFit. So I had kind of focused in and had the plan of I'm going to get this promotion. And then once I get the promotion, it's not, I'm going to stop training as much. It's I'm going to shift how I'm training and bring in some of these other focuses again. And so this week, instead of training jujitsu, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I implemented CrossFit in a run on Tuesday and Thursday, and I will also add in some other training on today, which is Friday, uh, on top of a little bit of jujitsu. And in just a week of doing that, it has made me love jujitsu even more because it's allowed me to miss it. I am so excited to train today because I didn't train jujitsu yesterday. And so I think that this ended up being the perfect experience for me because I've still been totally consistent with my movement. I've shifted my consistency and it's avoided me from burning out. And so I think when it comes to success and where success comes from, it's about consistency, but it's also about consistent sustainability. If we're operating at 110% every single day, often that leads us to hitting the wall. If we're only goal-oriented, often that leads us to hitting the wall, where once we've achieved that goal, that's it. You know, I talk about this a lot with clients in terms of ketogenic nutrition, where we prepare for it in advance of what happens once you've reached your goal with keto nutrition? Now, I try very hard to encourage people to have goals, primary goals that don't include a number on the scale. But 
we are only human. And for a lot of people, that is a goal that they have personally. And of course, I'm here to support people and their goals. So I tried to shift the focus or at least introduce other goals. But regardless, what happens when you reach the goal? Any goal, it could be running a marathon. What happens when you reach that goal? It could be losing a certain amount of body fat. What happens when you reach that goal? Well, what we see time and time again is people fall off of their habits. And it's because they either burnt out or a combination of burnt out or didn't focus on falling in love with the process. If you don't love the process and you haven't created a sustainable system, once you reach the goal, you're likely going to come back to your baseline. And so this is where it's consistent intensity, not just intensity. So you may not be able to give 110% every single day, but what if you can give 75% every day consistently for the rest of your life, that is likely going to lead you to more success in the long term. And again, this is something I've learned just personally through experience and with clients through experience. And um, actually, I've been talking a lot about the 75 hard challenge recently. And if you don't know what 75 hard is, you can look it up, but you know, the basis of it is it's a 75 day challenge with a few different, very specific habits or behaviors like drinking, um, a gallon of water, doing two 45 minute workouts each day. One of them being outside reading 10 pages a day, things like that. And I have alternating thoughts on the 75 hard challenge. First of all, I think it totally depends on the person. Um, I know lots of people who have had great experiences with it and lots of people who have had not so great experiences with it. But I would say on average, what I've seen is that after that 75 days of really applied intensity, people come to a halt. They don't actually keep repeating the habit. So, you know, we always hear that like, oh, it takes 30 days or 60 days to build a habit. Well, 75 days, that should be more than enough, right? But what happens is that people have overextended themselves. So that level of intensity is not actually sustainable long-term. So you're not going to be consistent with it. And maybe that's not the goal. Maybe the goal is just to do 75 days of something really challenging. And then going back to whatever your kind of normal life was, but arguably, I do not believe that is the point of something like that. The point is to create habits that are going to be sustained and implemented long-term. So I would almost rather see someone do a lesser version of that, slightly less intense, that's sustainable every day for the rest of their life and is actually setting them up for success in creating a a habit that's long-term. Now, I think there's a lot of merit to something like 75 hard where you just prove to yourself that you can do hard things, but I think there's other ways to achieve that, of course, as well. So a consistent level of applied intensity is, is really important. And, um, This is something that I talk a lot with clients about as well is, you know, setting yourself up for success in terms of realistic expectations. When we get really excited about a new goal, that bright, shiny new, we want to give our all, right? But setting ourselves up for the long term of also being realistic of how much we can give. And so again, you know, just using my jujitsu journey as, as an experience with that, there were times that I was doing two, two, sometimes three <laughs> classes a day 
because I loved it. And I was so excited about it. And I wanted to learn everything I could as fast as I could. But what I realized is, well, one, that was obviously not going to be sustainable. And two, that that was probably going to lead to me burning out. And three, that in taking that much information at one time, wasn't actually going to allow me to necessarily be able to apply it quite as much. And I just got off a, a live video with my alumni page talking about morning routines and the miracle morning. Um, if you want to join us, you have to join a group program or work with me. But once you do that, you're in the alumni page inevitably moving forward and you get access to all of the previous live videos over a catalog of like 50 videos plus all of the live videos I continue doing and some really fun resources and challenges. So for March, we're going to be doing a 30 day miracle morning challenge. And the point of this is that in the miracle morning, one of the habits is reading. And I was talking about how reading can be really overwhelming. And I think part of that is we expect ourselves to read too much at one time. But reading 10 pages at a time, not only is tan tangible and doable and realistic, it's also more effective because we can consolidate the information we've learned in 10 pages and actually apply it. Whereas if we read 100 pages at a time, it's like, you know, the visual version of one in one year and out the other, it's just too much for us to process at one time. So minimizing the processing, but more consistently tends to be more effective. And again, it all comes back to consistency. So I just wanted to encourage and inspire and share consistency with you guys this week. And especially as we head into, you know, the rest of the year, we've got a couple of months under our belt. And I know for myself and so many of us that 2022 has maybe not necessarily started off with a bang and that's okay. But even if it doesn't feel like you've got all the momentum in the world, creating consistency creates momentum. Think about when a ball gets rolling, uh, you know, in the beginning, it might take a little bit of movement, but once it gets going and you've got that momentum behind you, it's easier to keep it going consistently. So with that, I want to encourage you heading into the end of the month of February to think about where in your life you can focus on applying consistent, sustainable intensity and where that can lead you long term. I want you to not only think about your goals, but also to think about falling in love with the system and the process and knowing that that's what's going to lead to consistency and creation of success long-term, because remember that success is something that is created and earned. I am going to leave you with that to think about. That's all the time that we have together this week. Thank you so much for being here and spending time with me. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. New episodes come out every Sunday. As always, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at KY Wellness. And if you're interested in the alumni group that I often mention and some potential coaching, joining us in this miracle challenge, you can check out my website for coaching details, kywellness.ca. Don't forget to move your body, nourish your body, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. See you next week and keep yourself well.